Welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Palacios. Join me as I interview interesting and empowering people, discuss spirituality, mindset, business, and much more. My intention is to always remind you, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. Now let's open our minds and hearts and let's get into it. Hello, my beautiful angels. Welcome back to Taking Back Your Power. It feels so good to be here recording and it's a beautiful sunny spring day here where I am. And I am just immensely grateful to all of you who messaged me during my hiatus and let me know that you missed the podcast. And a lot of new listeners came across my podcast within these last few months where I wasn't uploading and posting. And that really just inspired me to continue creating and launch finally the new season. So this is the next season, 2022. I'm going to have so much new content coming your way, interviewing lots of incredible people. I have my list all filled up and I am just so excited to bring out new content. And I really, really missed the podcast space because I've always loved the podcast a lot more than YouTube. I don't know if I've ever made that known to you guys, but I just love the relaxed format and just to be able to talk and to receive your feedback. And I find myself missing the podcast more than I do YouTube. So for those of you who are new here, I am basically a YouTuber. I've been on YouTube for over 10 years and I had a baby this past year. And that was a big reason why I stepped back from social media as a whole to kind of just focus on family life and this new version of me. And I have found myself wanting to share a lot of what I've been learning, not just about motherhood and what I've gone through with having a baby and postpartum and all that, but also just sharing what it looks like when you have kind of a drastic change in your lifestyle, in your life that happens in a year, in less than a year. And that's what I feel has happened with me recently is that this version who I was before I had my daughter and who I am now is just it's the same person. I mean, I have the same values and the same vision, but it's like, I feel like I'm a different person. And I look back at pictures of myself and it's kind of crazy, but I look back at pictures of myself and I just see her as somebody, it's a version of me, but just somebody completely different. And I'm sure a lot of you who have been, had children or have gone through a shift like that, or even you've moved from one place to another, or you've just changed your lifestyle or became healthier or whatever it is, you look back on yourself and you see an old version of yourself and you no longer want to be that person or really have much in common with that person other than the fact that it was you at a different time. And this is the beauty of evolution. I think that in life we must evolve and we should go through changes, whatever way that may look for you, whether it is starting a family or starting a business or changing your lifestyle or moving to another country, another city, another state, whatever it is, we have to go through these evolutions in life. I believe we must evolve or we die, you know? So it's important that when we're going through these changes in life that we give ourselves the time and the grace 
to figure out what that looks like. Now, for me, there was a lot of pressure after I had my baby and I had to kind of snap out of this mentality, but that pressure to bounce back or to get back to work immediately or get back to my life the way it was and all this stuff. And I had to put the brakes on myself, maybe about, you know, my baby was probably about two months old where I was saying, you know, my life is different now. It's not going to look the same. I have an entire human being here that depends on me, that I have to feed every day, that I have to nurse her, I have to fe- uh, clean her, I have to change her clothes, I have to do all this these things out of love for her. My love for her supersedes everything else, and I have to give myself the time, no matter what people say or no matter whatever pressure society tries to put on me to be hustling already, to be doing this, to be doing that. I have to give myself the grace to figure out what this next chapter in my life looks like for me. I think that we have a huge identity problem in our society, in Western culture. I think that since we tend to be spectators, especially with social media, it's kind of like what everyone else is doing is just right there on the forefront. And we tend to be spectators of other people's lives. You know, we follow them, we like their posts, we consume their content. And since I've taken a step back from actual content creation, I've seen myself become a spectator on social media and just seeing what other people are up to, my friends or other content creators. And it's really made me realize how much social media can warp our sense of identity or see ourselves through a different light. Instead of being the main character of our world and of our life, we're allowing ourselves to be influenced by other people and then compare ourselves back and then be like, well, why am I not doing this? And why am I not doing that? And I noticed I kind of fell in that trap because you know, when you're postpartum, you're home a lot and, you know, baby sleeps a lot. Now things are a little bit different. My baby's more awake and she's more active. We have more fun and, you know, she's more just alert to the world around her. So I do spend more time just one-on-one with her. But before it was just like, you know, oh, she's sleeping. I'm just going to scroll on my phone for a little bit. And then it's just like, I'm watching so much of other people's worlds where I'm forgetting, wait, this is my world right now. I, I don't need to be watching what anyone else is doing. I need to focus in on my world, no matter how mundane it is from day to day, because when you have a baby, it's very just repetitive every single day, especially with a newborn. So I took a step back from that, stopped just posting, stopped you know just being on Instagram and all that. And I'm not even on TikTok. I have a TikTok, but I don't post on it or you know, anything. I think it's more for (laughs) people to send me stuff. I get on there occasionally, but I don't really, I'm not really a huge social media fan, but I found myself just kind of being sucked into that world. And then when I kind of look up off my phone, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) I have all this stuff I need to do and I need to focus on other things, whether that's stuff that I got to get done at home or, you know, stuff I need to remember for the next day or whatever, maybe, you know, I'm just throwing stuff out there. But I realized that we don't really take the time to explore who we are. We kind of just allow ourselves to be like a paper bag in the wind 
And this is something I've noticed with, you know, my own coaching clients is that a lot of times we go through times in our life where there's a big upheaval or a big change or like a breakup or something like that. And we don't know what to do or who we are. We just kind of fall into the routine or fall into what's comfortable or normal. And we don't actually take a pause and say, okay, what do I want this next chapter of my life to look like? How do I want to evolve? And instead of kind of just sitting back and just being a spectator to what other people are doing and then feeling bad about all the time we spent spectating on other people, we can stop and actually be proactive in how we want our next chapter to look. So before I became pregnant, I found out about my pregnancy I knew that I wanted, you know, I was traveling and, you know, having fun and all this stuff and just being very free. And it came to a point where I wasn't so career driven as I was before. I wasn't so driven to get more views and get more this, get more that. I was experiencing a burnout from YouTube. I think that's probably why, and I realized this the other day because I was watching a video of somebody talking about burnout and I was like, wait. I have been experiencing burnout for the past two, three years, and I didn't even realize it until I watched this person's video, and I realized that. I was experiencing burnout probably back when the pandemic started. That's probably when I felt the most burnout was in 2020. It was just so much going on, and it was just I couldn't distract myself enough to create content like I used to. And that's kind of where I noticed I was lagging in the YouTube world. And it wasn't because I wanted to or I was just didn't care, but it's just it it physically just burnt me out almost like it drained me to think about creating content. And so I was going through that burnout and I realized I wanted to go through a new stage in my life. And whether you could say I manifested this or you know, I just set the intention, but I wasn't really planning every single step along the way. I just kind of set the intention that, you know, right now my career, I love to work. You know, I run multiple businesses. I don't talk about this enough, but I do multiple things, not just social media. So for me, it was like, I kind of want to take a step back from that public version of me and not be so consumed by numbers and posting and whatever it may be. And I just want to enjoy my life and I want to have a family. And I didn't really know how that would happen. I I mean, I know it sounds silly. Obviously you, you know, you have a baby. It's pretty common. You know how to have a baby, right? But for me, it was just, that was just the intention. And I lived my life that way. And it was also kind of me falling into the divine feminine and working in my divine feminine, not being so much in my masculine, worried about numbers and likes and views and, you know, my analytics and all this. I took a step back from that. It's kind of like I unplugged myself from that matrix, if you will. And I just decided this is going to be, I feel a new sense of myself kind of early 2021. I remember on New Year's Eve 2021, I felt just like a new empowered version of myself. Like I had grown up in a sense before I felt very, still very young and, you know, almost like a kid, like a kid mentality. And then it was like a switch just flipped in my head. 
and I felt like somebody else. (laughs) And I didn't know at that point that it was, I was going to start a family, but it just felt different. And I started to really dive deep into my spirituality around early 2021, late 2020. I was tired of feeling so burned out from the prior, the year prior. I mean, we all probably collectively felt that way. And I decided I would focus into other things that a lot of the things that I thought I wanted, I didn't want anymore. And I allowed myself to explore that and explore that feeling. Read a lot of books. A book that really touched me was, I mean, I talked about this in a video, but I read the Celestine Prophecy because it came to me in a dream. The word Celestine Prophecy, I don't know who said it or I don't know what the context of the dream was, but I just heard those two words so clearly in a dream and it woke me up. Like somebody had literally whispered them in my ear. And then I read that book and from there, it just I just felt guided, like a divine guidance. Fast forward to April of 2021, when <laughs> I took a pregnancy test and it came out positive, and my fiance and I, we were just, I mean, I, I was scared to death <laughs> because I think when, and, and I know a lot of women that I've spoken to who have gone through their first pregnancies and got that positive pregnancy test, I think even though you're excited, you can be a bit scared because it's it's a huge change, right? And I I felt that fear in my fiance. It was just very like reassuring and very loving and very just adamant about how wonderful this was. And for me, it was just like, I'm scared. And I allowed myself to feel the fear and just to explore what that meant for me. And then as my pregnancy progressed, and then I started to realize, wow, this is real. This is going to happen. I'm going to have a a baby. It just, another switch flipped inside of me. And it said, okay, this is, you're going to be a mother and you've always wanted to be a mother. This is something that you allowed yourself to want to be. And something that I realized probably when I turned 25, I realized I didn't want a family. I remember being in college and having this very blase attitude towards family, children, and being like, I don't want to be a mom. Ugh, who wants to be a mom? Ugh, you know, and I had this kind of sucks to say that, but I had a very negative view of being a parent, of having babies. I saw babies as something negative and something that would ruin my career or something that would ruin my life or my dreams or whatever. And then as I kind of grew up and I matured a little bit and I realized actually I do want to have a child. I do want to have a family. I do want these things. And I realized in the back of my mind, I wanted these things, but society in a way or my environment, I don't want to blame society, but you know, my environment at the time in college, very career driven, it just wasn't conducive to wanting to be a mom. It was kind of like a negative around, you know, amongst my peers. So I realized that this was something I wanted. And I allowed myself to say, I want to be a mother someday. I want to have children. 
And that's just something that I allowed myself to say. I didn't feel bad about it. I didn't feel weird about it. I didn't feel like I was, you know, some barefoot and pregnant woman with, you know, long skirts saying that. Um, But I felt like this is a good thing for me. And this is where my heart is calling me to. So fast forward, you know, I had, I was pregnant and it was a moment where I had to be real with myself and my traumas, the things from my past, the pain from my past. And I had to ask myself, what kind of mother do I want to be? What kind of woman do I need to be to be a healthy parent to this child? How can I be as healthy as possible and be aware of my traumas or my past pains or whatever it could be that could, you know, negatively impact this child? Because, you know, something that I've always been aware of whenever I became a a life coach, I started to read and study a lot about our traumas and early childhood development because a lot of our past traumas whether we're conscious of them or not, come from our upbringing, our parents or our caregivers, or if we had parents or not, or our grandparents or just our siblings, you know, our family life molded a lot of who we are as adults. And we have no idea about that. So I was conscious of all that because, you know, with undoing traumas and helping people heal, I had to know where or how these things came about in different people. And so I knew as a parent, I had to be healed. I had to be in this place of maybe not perfectly healed, but in this place of awareness of my triggers and my traumas of, you know, so I wouldn't project these things onto this small, impressionable human being. And so as I was going through this and I found out I was having a girl, it was like, this is really serious. (laughs) And not because having a girl, I mean, I don't know, but you know, Evie, Evelina, my daughter, she's the sweetest little thing, but it's kind of like as a woman to raise another young woman is kind of like having a mirror in front of you, right? You have a mirror And she's your mirror and she's mirroring back all those things that you were running from or you were hiding from or you were afraid of or your own triggers or your own traumas, your wounds, and you have to face them or else that little girl is going to grow up with the same thing. And you don't want that as a parent. You want your children to be healthy. You want them to be well adapted. You want them to be their own person to grow independently and grow healthily and be just emotionally intelligent, not victims of your trauma. So that was when I really got real with myself and said, you know, there's so many things you have to undo and there's so many generational traumas that you're going to have to put an end to right now. You're going to have to set boundaries with yourself, with people around you, with maybe toxic people in your life, maybe cut them out. You're going to have to do all these things in order to show up in the best way you can for your child and not be afraid of being wrong, not being afraid of being challenged, and not being afraid of being vulnerable to different things or to 
just opinions about you and all these things. So I went through just so much while I was pregnant and just spiritually. And I've made a couple videos on this on my channel. If you guys want to go check it out, I always link my YouTube channel down below, even though I'm not super active on there. But I just made sure that I was reading, I was educating myself, I was letting myself just feel. And I was in Puerto Rico. We were planning on living in Puerto Rico. That's where my fiance's from. Until I realized, wait, I want to go back home to Texas to have my child and, you know, raise her there. I, I, I wasn't comfortable giving birth in Puerto Rico. I felt more comfortable. I found a great midwife and birth center in Texas, just 10 minutes from my home, and it worked out perfectly. So I'm glad that we didn't stay over there for, you know, the baby's birth. But it's just like I allowed myself when we were in Puerto Rico for my second trimester, I allowed myself to have fun, to enjoy to, you know, just be. I was thinking, oh, maybe I can, you know, vlog this. This is really fun. Like the beach life, the boat life, the, you know, it's a small town in Puerto Rico. It's so fun. It's so relaxed. It's beautiful here. I mean, the nature there is gorgeous. The beaches are amazing. But I just wanted myself to be and to enjoy, you know, especially with my fiance, our last, our last moments together when it was just us two. And it's kind of like when you do things like that, and I know not everyone really has the privilege to take time off and to, you know, travel or just to be. I understand that I'm very privileged in that aspect to be able to take time off, but I recommend that if you can, if you even if it's for a day or two, to just leave things and kind of put your to-do list or, you know, these pressures and kind of leave them to the side and actually sit down and figure out what is it that I want to create or what do I want to bring about? Am I ready for an evolution in my life? Am I ready for this next chapter? What is this going to look like? What is this going to feel like for me? And I'm going to be honest, whenever I would do this, it was just a lot of resistance at first. I felt so much resistance and to this new version of me because I felt like I didn't deserve it almost. Like it was too good to be true, to be a mother, <laughs> that I was having a very healthy pregnancy and my baby was doing great. And I, I almost felt like I didn't deserve that in a way. And I had to take a step back and pray about it and, you know, talk to God and say, you know, God, I, I want to enjoy this time. I want to enjoy my pregnancy. I want to enjoy, you know, these blessings and enjoy this next chapter and please illuminate me and show me how I'm supposed to show up in the world. And God always delivers. God always comes through, even when you least expect it. So sometimes when we have resistance and we're trying to figure out the next stage in our life and figure out where we're going to go from here or how we're going to do things, sometimes we just got to leave it to God and trust that God is going to guide you, especially when you have a lot of questions or worries or what am I going to do? What is this next chapter going to be like? How am I going to be able to afford this? Whatever your question may be, you put that out there. And 
what's really important, I think, is being real with yourself and kind of going back to what we talked about earlier about the spectator, spectatorism, where we're constantly watching other people and consuming what other people are putting out there. It's really easy to lose yourself in that and not really know who am I? What do I want? What is my life like? And that's when we have to pull back and shine a mirror in front of ourselves and look at ourselves and be real and honest with ourselves. If you're a person who can, who who creates content on social media, even more important for you to really be real with yourself and ask yourself, what is who am I? What is my life? And not in an existential way, but just who is my life beyond this black screen, beyond this camera that I record myself with, or these nice backgrounds that I set up, or, you know, this music I use, or, you know, my makeup or these filters. Who am I? What does my life look like? What do I want my next chapter to look like? And we have to really do this out of self-love, not in a sense of, oh, I suck, I'm, you know, imposter syndrome, or I'm a fraud, not in that sense at all, but in a sense of, hey, I love myself enough to give myself the time and the day and the moment to not be doing, 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 or go, 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 or, you know, talking to different people, but just to sit with myself and just be, and write. Don't read, write. What comes out? Get your journal, write down what comes out, what ideas come out, what dreams come out, what goals come out. Just write down the the things that come out of you naturally without trying to think about it, and just sit with that. Sit with it and see what that really feels like, because I think we would be so much happier and healthier and calmer, less anxious as a society if we actually gave ourselves the room and the space to just be and feel and explore who we are. And especially if you're in a place in your life where you're not happy or you feel like you need a change, or perhaps, you know, your health could be better, or, you know, you just got out of a relationship, went through a breakup, divorce, if you just had a child like me, allow yourself to really be conscious. Be conscious of what your next chapter will look like. And where you are now, be real with where you are right now, and then focus on what it is that you want to create, what you want to bring forth. And a lot of times, we don't even have to know how we're going to do these things. You know, I think even though I'm not really big into manifestation per se anymore, but one of the things that I realized and I felt more powerful in my manifestation was when I realized that I don't need to figure out the how so much, it's just the intention, the end goal. When I see the end goal clearly in my mind, then I will get there somehow. 
whether you visualize it, whether you put up a vision board or you just set an intention when you're sitting in front of a body of water, whatever, or you're sitting, you know, on your bed and you're praying, God, please help me with this. Those are all setting intentions. Those are all putting out there, speaking or visualizing what it is you want. And then when we do that and we allow ourselves to sit with that and allow ourselves to want something and allow ourselves to say, actually, no, I I don't want to be this type of person. I actually want to be like this. Like for me, it was like, actually, no, I don't want to be just a career woman and all this. I want to be a mom too. And you actually accept that. Then that's when the magic happens. Magic happens, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's the Martin Luther King quote, you know, faith is not seeing the entire staircase. It's taking one step at a time. I'm paraphrasing, but basically seeing one staircase at a time and taking one step at a time as it's illuminated to you. And that's how we should live our lives. Not be super caught up in the past or in the future but being in the now, being present, being okay with where we are, but also being okay with not being happy where we are and being okay with shifting and evolving and pivoting, whatever that may look like for you. That could be one step to the right or 10 steps to the right, whatever that may be. It could be a small step or a huge transition. And then saying, this is where I want to go. This is where I want to head being okay with that, being okay with changing. And people are going to say stuff. You know, I, I actually lost a lot of followers after I announced my pregnancy and I had to be okay with that. I realized they're just followers. And those of you who have stuck with me and have loved my content and have stayed with me all this time, have been with me through so many transitions in my life and all this, thank you. You're the reason why I'm here. You're the reason why I'm going to continue to create and continue to show up in this public space and to share what I've learned and to teach and to grow, whatever I may be, you know, whether I'm your comfort while you're going through a hard time or, you know, you're just listening to me because you like the sound of my voice. I don't know, but whether you're here or not, I want you to know that I'm grateful for you. But then there's people who, you know, they don't want to see me as a mom. They don't like me as a mom. They don't like me as, you know, whatever I may be showing up as. There's always going to be people who don't like versions of you, especially those people who don't like it when you change or you evolve. It could be something that they feel inside of them that you may trigger in them. You know, it's like when you go after your dreams, people who convince themselves that they can't make their dreams come true are going to try to convince you that you can't make your dreams come true. And they're going to find a problem with that. And they're going to try to bring you down or people who are afraid of your potential, see your potential and therefore want to bring you down, even though you don't see your potential yet, but they do and they don't like it. And there's going to be people who are not okay with the next chapter of you, the next version of you with your evolved sense of self. So yes, I realized when I became pregnant, whoops, you know, and I I had actually had a conversation with a fellow content creator that was like, well, if you have children, this was like before I found out I was pregnant or anything. (laughs) And, you know, it's kind of like, oh, when you have children, that's like when your career starts going down. And 
I remember challenging that person be like, actually, you know, you, it's not like your life ends when you have children. It's just, it's a new version of you. It's an evolved version of you. It's the next chapter of your life. And that's okay. You can always adapt and change and you might lose followers. You might lose subscribers. You might lose people. I lost subscribers too, by the way. You might lose people, but that's okay. It's just the ones fall off that they're not meant to be along your journey. They don't get to be on your journey. And the ones that stay are the ones who actually like you for you and actually want to be there for you. Whether they're in other countries and virtual, whatever, it's like that. That's energy. That energy doesn't lie. And those are the people that you're going to create content for or you're going to show up in the world for, are those people. And I've always seen content creation. I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but it's not a taking back your power podcast without tangents, right? (laughs) But I realized that content creation, the beauty of it at its core, before it kind of blew up and became what it is today, content creation, for me at least, was very much a mutual exchange. I would create content that resonated in my life, I'd get feedback from comments, from messages, from DMs, and somebody said, Isabel, can you make a video about this? I'm going through this. I'm going through that. And I'd create content about it, and it would help the person watching it. That's always been my MO, was just create content to help. And obviously, as content became monetized and became this big lucrative thing and all this stuff, it's kind of like people started creating content just to make money. And all right, cool. I'm not going to shame anyone for making money, but it's just kind of like the, you know, the lines have been blurred. So it's like whenever I create content that I feel would help because you guys have no idea how many young women or just women have come into my DM saying I'm pregnant or I just had a baby. What, you know, what do you recommend or what is your advice, whatever, or I'm scared. Isabel, what do I do? I had so many DMs like that. And it's like, I want to create content talking about these things to help these women because I know it's not just the the women that are in my DMs. I know it's thousands of women who go through this every day. And so it makes me want to create that content, but then it's like, oh, well, that's not going to be profitable. Oh, but not everyone wants to see mommy content or, oh, no, you know, and then it's like, wait, the lines are being blurred here. Like, am I just creating content for the numbers or am I going to create it to help? And that's kind of been my, where I've been grappling with. It's been why I've been taking my time to come back and really just visualize what that's going to look like. Because I love creating content, you know, especially the podcast. And I would love to be on TikTok one day. I think, you know, it seems like fun, even though I've gotten my warnings about it. But I want to show up as I've always shown up, which is to help. And I realize there's going to be people who aren't going to like it and they're not going to be okay with me being a mom, which I mean, it's come on, like it's my life at the end of the day. I really, to be honest with you guys, I really don't make much money off of social media. Like I did for a while and, you know, luckily I had the the vision to invest the money that I made and I realized, you know, social media is not going to last forever and I started to do things in other ways. But I'm not one of those people who's like hung up on my numbers or if I'm making money, I don't do sponsorships. I don't do a lot of things. You know, this podcast isn't really monetized and I do things that way because that's just what feels right to me. 
And one day I could change. I could say, wait, I put all this money and effort into my socials. I should make some money from it, right? So, I mean, it, it's it's really different. But at this point, it's just like, I have had to ask myself, why do I even want to show up social media? I could quit tomorrow. Why do I want to keep showing up? And it always goes back to the same thing. I want to help people. I want to create connection. I want to kind of create a refuge for people. And of course, whenever you show up online, people want to know more about your personal life, your private life, and your day-to-days. And I'm much, you know, I'm more than happy to share those aspects of me, but I also have to be aware I'm not a really a lifestyle influencer, am I? I'm not really this, I'm not really that. I like to share inspiration. I like to share spirituality. I like to share what resonates with me, what I'm called to speak upon. And I like to live my life online very organically. <laughs> I'm not really huge into, you know, posting all the time and having posting schedules and all this. I just like to show up as I am. Come as you are, you know? And so that's where I am right now mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I feel called to create. I feel really just excited about the podcast in particular. I love how big the podcast space has become. Back when I started in, I believe I started this podcast in 2017, 2018. It was just getting started and only a few people have podcasts. Now everyone has podcasts and I think that's awesome. There's so many different niches out there. So I really, I really feel myself being called more to create for the podcast. And I want to create a video format of the podcast. And I'm excited about that. Like that just makes me so excited. So, and maybe that will be the future for me. And maybe I'll have more mommy content coming soon. If you guys like that, um, this podcast won't be about mommy content, but I'll probably, you know, share more on Instagram about that, whatever it may look like. But all in all, this is to say, I always share my experience and share what I've learned so that you can take that and kind of bring it back to your own experience in your own life. I think that we learn a lot from each other and what we're going through. And that way we can actually see ourselves and say, hmm, well, that makes sense. Maybe I can implement some of that thinking in my own life. Or maybe it doesn't resonate at all. But the power and the magic comes when you release this box or this idea that you have to be some way in order for people to like you or that you have to fit in a box or fit in other people's box or idea of you in order for you to be liked or successful or whatever. And one thing I've always known throughout my life is that you don't have to fit in anyone's mold to be successful. If you break out of the mold and you do your own thing, you follow your own path, you do what feels right to you, that's the power. That's where we find the power. So, yeah, a lot of people can say, oh, you know, she had a baby, she's a mom now, she's not the same, blah, blah. I'm not, 
I'm not living my life to stay the same. I'm here to evolve. I'm here to change. I'm here to grow. I'm here to be better than I was yesterday. I'm here to be better than I was last year. And man, do I feel so empowered being a mom. It's like the new, the new level of the game, right? It's, it's, it's real life now. It's not just play, pretend. It's real life. I grew up in like a year. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. I did grow up a ton. I matured a ton. And whether that was conscious or not, it happened. But I'm just so, and I love to say this, I'm so proud of who I've become. And I, before I would have kind of shied away from saying that, but I really have. I've just grown so much and I've changed so much and I'm showing up in the world in a way that I never thought I would. And that's the beauty of evolving. The things that used to worry you or scare you don't scare you anymore. The things that you used to feel judged by, you don't care anymore. The things people used to say about you don't matter anymore. And that's how we should aim to live our life. Not be afraid of what others are going to say. Not be afraid of breaking out of the box, out of the mold. Not be afraid of saying, I'm not like that anymore. Or I've changed. People might try to use your past against you, or especially people who knew you in your past. And you've got to be okay with saying, that's not me anymore. This is a new version of me. This is who I've become. And either accept it or you don't have to accept it and you don't have to be in my life. You don't have to consume my content. You don't have to be my friend. You don't have to be along. And it's scary at first to say that and to think of that, but it is so liberating and so empowering where you don't have to explain yourself for what you want or who you are. But it becomes who you are. And out of self-love, you accept that version of you. And those who don't accept it, well, they can take a hike. And before I sign off on today's episode, I just want to remind you that as you evolve and as you change and as you accept this new version of you or you decide to go into this new version of you, that it's going to be hard. It's not a walk in the park. Evolution, and you know, we've talked about this in the past transformation. In one of my past episodes, if you haven't listened to that one, you know, the butterfly season, it's tough. You know, when you're in your cocoon, it's kind of like very, you know, I was in my cocoon phase about a year ago, more than a year ago. And then as I kind of came out and became, you know, the butterfly in the butterfly phase, and that's kind of coincided with my pregnancy and all that, it's been hard, you know, figuring things out and getting to where you want to be in life, whether that is starting a business or creating a business or whether that's buying a new home or moving, you know, these new versions of yourself 
are going to take work and they're going to take commitment and they're going to take you just surrendering almost to the process of the fact that you will be uncomfortable, that you will have to face dark things about yourself. You will have to face people and their emotions and your own emotions and past traumas and things like that. But that's all a part of the process and you have to be aware of how it's a part of the process and not fall into despair or fall into pain or worry and all these things that are, you know, kind of like the past or, you know, these dark energies are trying to pull you away from your soul path, from your beautiful, bright future with fear and worry. So don't fall into the fear and worry. Don't fall into other people's fear and worry. And instead know that if you're going through something and you're learning through something and you're evolving into a new version of yourself, it's going to be difficult. And as soon as you expand into that difficulty, the game changes. You grow and you create and you just have new tools and new experiences and new knowledge and you can take on whatever comes your way in this new season of you, in this new chapter in who you've become. And then you look back and you say, wow, I can't believe I went through this or I've done this or I've just become this new version of myself. And you really surprise yourself and you become a new version of you and you really fall in love with this new version of you because you consciously created this person or you subconsciously created this person and it happened so magically and it becomes very empowering. So don't ever shy away from difficulty or shy away from these new tests that often life throws at us or these new just challenges because these challenges help you grow. And that's so cliche, but it's the truth. Challenges truly help you grow if you don't let them stop you or hinder you in any way, but you actually keep going against them and you find solutions or you have trade-offs and you decide, well, this is not as important to me anymore, but I'm going to water this side of the grass more because I enjoy this side of the grass more than that side of the grass. And that's okay. I mean, sometimes we have to trade-off in life and actually most of life is trade-offs where we decide we want one thing over the other and we decide that's where I'm going to put my energy and that's perfectly okay. Don't be afraid to pivot. Don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to evolve. This is what life's all about. If you don't evolve, you stay in the past or you stay a prisoner to your circumstances of the past and you don't want that. You want to become a better, more empowered version of yourself. So go out and get what it is that you want. And don't ever, ever be ashamed to say that your decisions or your path or what it is that you want has changed. You're not the same person you were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Allow yourself to be okay with that, to own that, and to say, actually, from this point on in my life, I want different. And when you decide you want different and you work towards the different and you own it and you set that intention, you get different. Thank you so much for being here, for spending the last 50 minutes with me here. 
it's truly an honor and a blessing to have this platform and to speak and to connect and thank you for your energy of love, of support and all of that. For those of you who have reached out and sent me messages and all that, I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I hope that you're as excited as I am to be here in this new chapter of my life where I'm not the same woman I was a year and a half ago and I'm a different person and I hope that you will accept me as I am in this new form I am in and that you'll enjoy being in this new season with me. And I'd love to hear from you guys, whatever season you're in right now, whether it is motherhood or whether it's you just being single, you just got out of a toxic relationship and you're exploring life again and you're figuring yourself out. I'd love to hear that too. I think that there's so many beautiful things to be had in each season of our life and we have to honor each season and love each season that we're in no matter what our past looked like and be open to receiving the beauty and abundance and the happiness and the love and the health and the wealth and all that that's coming to you in the future. You just have to be open to it and accept it and it will show up in one way or another. So I am so excited to see and hear from you guys as well and hear your feedback. My DMs are always open on Instagram and you can always find me at all the links down below. My Instagram, my YouTube, email, all that stuff is all down below. And as always, my beautiful angels, no matter who you may be in life, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what your relationship status is or how much money you have in the bank or what you look like, always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you all. Stay blessed. And I'll be back here next Sunday for another episode of Taking Back Your Power. I hope you will join me. I love you all. Stay blessed. Goodbye. Goodbye.